Welcome to the Cam and T Podcast, the ultimate destination for all sports and popular culture. I am your co-host, Tony West. And I'm your co-host, Cam. I'm thrilled to be your guide through the exhilarating intersection of sports and the entertainment world. For the latest game-changing moments on the field, even into the hottest trends of music, movies, and more, we've got you covered. Each episode, we finna dive into the thrilling highlights, untold stories, and the captivating behind-the-scenes secrets that make both sports and pop culture so irresistible. So whether you're a sports fanatic, a popular culture guy, or somewhere in between, get in and join us on this adrenaline-pumping journey through the best of both worlds. This is the Cam and T Podcast. Let's enjoy the action. What is up, everybody? It is your boys, Cam and T, back at it again. Episode 23 of Cam and T Podcast, man. I am your host, Tony T. Tom West, man. And we have our other host on here as well, my boy Cam. Cam, man, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year, all that, bro. How you feeling, man? Man, I'm good. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year to you as well. You and yours, bro. Yeah, definitely. I'm all good, man. I can't complain. I can't complain. How about yourself? Doing good, man. I can't complain, bro. Just glad, you know. We kind of in that era right now of work where it's just like, yeah, we're gonna kind of wait till January to figure anything out. That's really right. gonna be prolonged. <laughs> so we kind of right. at that point now. But yeah, man, life is good, bro. I can't complain, man. Um, glad I'm get to be with some family this week. So that's gonna be really exciting. Um, super just excited about Christmas in general. Um, really mostly family. You know, the older you get, the more you really just be wanting to be around your family during Christmas. I ain't nothing like some good family spending time, bonding time. So I'm definitely excited about that. Um, but yeah, man, that's pretty much it. What you got planned for Christmas? Man, well, we ain't got nothing planned really. Uh, I ain't ain't got nothing really I'm gonna do. Just, uh, might go visit my grandma or something. Um, but other than that, you know, it's really just going to be me and my mom. We just going to be chilling, man. We're going we gonna to do some things, I guess. Uh, like I said, probably go visit grandma and then, um, kind of just kick it. Yeah. Just kind of relax. Yeah. yeah. We don't really do too much. You know what I'm saying? We don't, we don't ever have no like big family get together around Christmas time or nothing like that. Yeah. We just kind of, we just kind of go visit some folks and, 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 and keep it pushing, man. Keep it pushing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, see, my family, man, they, they, especially my mom, she's really big on Christmas. Mm. Like, that's her thing. She's probably watching this right now. She's huge on Christmas. So, Christmas mm-hmm. is like her thing. Um, so we, we big on it. My whole family will all be there. Um, so I'm excited, bro. Ready to get there and just spend some time with my family. So, it should be a good time. Word. Um, so yeah, man, that's pretty much that. A lot of people in the comments saying Merry Christmas. So Merry Christmas to y'all as well. Yeah, man. Love and support, man. We're gonna have a fun episode tonight, man. We're gonna talk about a lot tonight. A lot of fun stuff. Might even throw some little Christmas stuff in there at the end, since it is the Christmas season. We're gonna talk about some NFL stuff today, man. Talk about the Falcons. They got a lot going on, man. Um, and not in a good way either. Uh, we'll talk about the Bears a little bit. What should they do between you know picking, you know, you know, possibly Caleb Williams. 
or sticking with Justin Fields. We'll talk about that a little bit. Might mm-hmm. even throw in a little bit of NBA talk. We'll talk about the Panthers a little bit. So we'll do a little bit of a Panthers mock draft. And then we're going to talk about some Christmas stuff and just have some fun. So this is going to be a really fun episode. So y'all definitely just stay tuned, stay locked in. If y'all can, just comment the live, share the live to your friends and family. I think that's how we get most of our viewers, honestly, is people just sharing our stuff and continue yeah. to rock with us. So we definitely appreciate that, man. But, yeah, it should be a fun episode, Cam. If you're ready, let's go ahead and get it kicked off, bro. Yeah, let's get into it. So let, let's let's actually talk quickly. Cause we talk about this every week. Let's talk MVP real quickly before we get into the other stuff I was just bringing up. So, actually, no. Let me rewind back a little bit. Because this happened last Wednesday, the day after we did our podcast. Cam Newton called Dak Prescott a game manager. Let's actually rewind back to that a little bit. Okay. He called him a game manager. That was on Wednesday when that tweet or that video went completely viral. And, you know, he said Dak hey. Prescott, Tua, uh, Brock, Brock Purdy, Purdy, and who else was it? Jared Goff. Jared Goff. He said they were all game managers. First and foremost, I'm going to ask you two questions. How do you feel about that statement? And then also as well, how do you feel about, like, the people attacking Cam? You know Cam is our favorite player. Both, I think me and you both, he's our favorite player of all time in, in football. Uh, mm-hmm. So how did you feel about that? Yeah, I, I mean, I think, again, I know, you know, I know a lot of people have been talking about it, but I think um, I think Cam is like well within his right to say, you know, yeah. that you got to think about. It. He's a guy that changed the game, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not Cam Newton is one of one. So he can really say, in my opinion, he can say whatever he wants to about the quarterback position. It's well within his right. Yeah. Um, now, do I agree? For some, I did. For some, I didn't. Um, you know what I'm saying? Um, but at the same time, Everything that he said was factual, and he wasn't saying game manager as a as a negative thing. He was just saying there's game changers and there's game managers. You know what I'm saying? Because yep. we all know, everybody knows this. There's different tiers of quarterbacks in the NFL. You know what yep. I mean? We talk about it weekly. We talk about is this guy, you know, is he elite or is he just, you know, another guy? Is he a jag? You know what I'm saying? Right. Or is he, you know, is he trash? But, um. But as far as like how those quarterbacks responded, well, first of all, how the media responded, I think everybody that that tried to come after Cam, uh, specifically on Get Up on ESPN, they was talking about how Cam was dressing, and you know, talk about how he don't have a job right now in the NFL, this, that, and the third. Y'all some lames, bro. Yeah, I mean, it's it's as simple as that. Every last one of y'all that was on there, kikiing and whatnot, all y'all just lame. Cause ain't none of y'all got the resume that Cam Newton got, and none of y'all got the money that Cam Newton got. You know what I'm saying? So if he went band for band, accomplishment for accomplishment, you know what I'm saying? They would have been sitting there crying. You know, so uh, so they they lames for that. Now, if you disagree with what he said, that's a different story. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's it's, it's understandable to disagree, but like to come after him and his character and, and him as a as a person, you know what I'm saying, and what he's doing right now. That's whack, bro. You know what I mean? Um, but other than that, you know, as far as how the quarterbacks responded to that, um, Jared Goff went out there and threw five touchdown passes. Mm-hmm. I won't say that he's a game manager. Um, I don't think he's a game changer either, though, to be yeah. honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think he's kind of in the middle there. Like, he's – he's because to me, no matter how you say it, I know Cam wasn't saying as a negative that he's a game manager, but I still think – game manager is a step below 
yeah. where Jared Goff is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I won't call him a game changer, but I think he's a really good quarterback. Um, Dak Prescott went out there and, and pooped the bed. You know what I'm saying? He, we can get into that a little bit later. Um, Tua, he kind of played pretty good, but you can tell, like you said last week, there's so, there's just there's a difference when Tyreek isn't out there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I still I think Tua is also like Jared Goff. He's not necessarily a game manager, but he's not really a game changer either. Yeah. Um, uh, so I think he's a step ahead of that. And then who? Oh, Brock Purdy. Um, Purdy, that's the one you know that 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 really can. I mean, he ain't no game changer. We can go ahead and say that. But is he a game manager? It kind of looking like I don't know. I, I really don't know. It, it's still tough to say it with him. Yeah. Um, but I definitely don't think he's a game changer. So ultimately, I think Cam was absolutely correct to be frank, to be frank with you. But how did yeah. you feel about it? What did you think about um, you know, what everybody was saying about it? And and what really what are your thoughts on it? On yeah, so so first and foremost, man, um I'm very disappointed in Kimberly A. Martin. Very mm-hmm. disappointed because I actually like her a lot. And I mm-hmm. thought what she did on um, last Wednesday or last, whenever the situation came up with the Dak Prescott camp, I thought it was very Uncle Thomas what she did. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. going to be honest. And I like Kimberly Martin. I really do. I think she does a really good job. Um, I think she's really intelligent when she talks about football. And she's one of the few, like, I really like to listen to. And I was very disappointed in her response yeah. because she immediately got personal. Um, yeah. And I thought that was lame. I thought that was Off a lack of. I thought that was a lack of professionalism on her end. Um, and that's no, you know, I'm just being honest. I thought it was very unprofessional for her to immediately go to personal attacks because that's pretty much what she did. Um, and like I said, I think pretty highly of her. So I thought that was pretty d- distasteful that she went that way. And and that's just my opinion on it. Again, yeah. I said this on TikTok. Listen, it's okay to disagree with Cam. I actually disagree with him. I think game manager-wise, I think that Jared Goff, like you kind of said, I think he's above that at this point. And I yeah. also, even with Dak with the bad game, I think he's above that as well, to be honest right. with you. So right. I, I even disagree with Cam, but I think it's the way you go about it. It was just so disgusting, the way mm-hmm. – and mainly like Kimberly A. Martin. It was really disgusting to see her kind of do that like and, and go about it that way. Um, because she kind of set the temptation of it. And then once they seen a, let's be honest, once the white folks seen a doing that, they was like, okay, now we definitely can do it. Cause his own kind just did that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I just didn't like that. I just thought it was real, a bad look for her. And I thought that was one of her worst moments in, in yeah. her career. I mean, not even just her either too. Uh, I want to point out, uh, Fox were too sitting next to her. Kiki. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Him too. He had, like, him. he had a couple things to say yeah, too. Yeah. Him now, his, too. I just yeah. thought it was distasteful for them to yeah. be attacking him. It's okay to say, hey, bro, your opinion sucks. That's fine. But when you're attacking a guy personally, I just thought it was lame, personally. Yeah. Um, and then, and oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, go no, ahead, no, go, go ahead. You good. I, I was going to say, on top of all of that, five, so basically one <laughs> of the things that they were saying was that Cam is sitting on the couch and that yeah. he's saying all of this stuff for clicks and for views on his YouTube channel. But you can reverse it and say, y'all sitting in front of the TV and you're using Cam Newton name for views. You you know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, you talking about, so you, now you talking about a guy that's sitting on the couch, but you're using a guy that's sitting on the couch for your, for your, uh, you know what I'm saying? For your engagement. Exactly. I just thought all around, it was so tone deaf. It was, um, 
I can't even think of the word right now, but it, it was it just wasn't they, a good look. And even Miss Jen, she's in the comments. Shout out to her and thank you for the support. She yeah. said she called him a basement dweller, and that's right. She did, she did call him a basement that's, dweller. I forgot that's right, ridiculous. bro. We're talking about somebody that won a unanimous MVP with Ted Ginn as his wide receiver one. <laughs> Stop it, bro. Like, I'm sorry, and this once again, this is no disrespect to Foxworth. This is no disrespect to Kimberly A. Martin. Who am I going to listen to about football? A guy right. actually has played on the highest level at every single uh, every single level of the game. He's played at the highest level of it, college and pro, and has won championships in both. Like, who am I going to listen to? Him, who actually has the experience being a quarterback, or some jabroni that went to Syracuse or something like that to get a journalism degree. And this is coming mm -hmm. from a, a, a journalism minor. I had a journalism minor in college. Yeah, I'm going to listen mm -hmm. to the guy that actually played on the field besides right. you. Like, come on, bro. Like, it's just common right. sense. I just thought it was lame. And like I said, I, I disagree with Cam myself. And it's okay to disagree. But I think the personal text are, oh, well, you at the house, so why are you even talking? And he's been a MVP in this league. And I, I just thought it was distasteful, bro. Right. Um, I didn't mean to go too far into that, but I just thought it was, well, I thought it good. was very disrespectful. I thought yeah. it was very distasteful. I thought it was, and I, I, I don't agree with this guy much, but a, sh a shout out to Emmanuel Acho. He really stood up and was like, hold on now. I ain't about to be letting y'all disrespect Cam opinion like that when and saying because a lot of the media was saying he doesn't deserve an opinion. And that's I'm like, ridiculous. out of anybody, yeah. he should deserve pity and money y'all. Out, out of anybody, bro. That's yeah. that's the ridiculous. That was the ridiculous part. I mean, he he basically was saying like, like I said earlier, or like you were saying, you play at the highest level. You have you ever absolutely have the right to comment on the position that you revolutionize. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, because let let's be let's be completely honest, bro. Yeah. Let's look at where Jared. Let's look at all those players that he named. Let's look at their best. All right which is probably this season for all of them that yeah. this is their best. They still don't, they still don't come even close to what Cam was doing. You know what right. I'm saying? Still don't come close. So that's why I'm just like, come on, man. Like if he, he should have an opinion. Now, do I agree? Not necessarily. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think there's, I don't think it was crazy. And Malik had a, yeah, he had to explain that take. And he put out a, a nice little 10 minute video of him just talking about it and him just saying what he meant. And and Cam and the funny thing about it, Cam's comeback to all of that was super respectful, bro. And it was really super laid back. He was you know nicer than I would have been. I'm right. just telling you that I, now. He's I'm way like, nicer than I would have been. Because I would let Kimberly and uh what's the name have it. Yeah, they, been nice that was great. Cam was Cam was super nice, you know what I'm saying? And he and he really just explained it. He was like, Listen, this is what I meant, and this is what I what I meant um when I said game manager. And then, um, and he and he kind of and he doubled down on it after that too. And it, and and the double down, to me, was 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 a better stance than what than what he said originally. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the uh, the follow up video, he was like, "I'm not saying these guys are trash or anything like that, but I'm just saying these are the guys that I consider to be game changers." He said Mahomes, he said Lamar Jackson, um, I think he said Josh Allen. Um, you know what I'm saying? Those are his guys that were game changers. Yeah. And when you look at them versus the guys that he named. Yeah, there's a whole different level to it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, yep. yeah, man. Yeah. For sure. No, I definitely agree, man. I didn't want to go too long on that, but I just wanted to bring that up real quick. Now, yeah. uh, AB actually just brought up what I want to get into next. The Panthers actually won a game. Big ups to y'all. The Carolina Panthers did win a game in really bad weather in Charlotte where like 45 people was in the stadium. 
We're yeah, gonna talk about that in a second too. Uh, but the Falcons is really what I want to talk about here. The Falcons are getting held back. The Falcons are getting held back by two horrible people at their job. They're probably good actual people, but they suck at their jobs. The Atlanta Falcons have an Arthur Smith and Desmond Ritter absolute problem. Until they get rid of those two, the Falcons are not going anywhere, bro. Yeah. For y'all to lose to us, I'm a Panthers fan. To y'all to lose to us and we only scored nine points, yeah, that's pathetic, bro. Yes. With all that talent y'all got, I mean, Bryce put together a better job than Desmond Ritter did the whole game. Like, I'm sorry, bro. The Falcons absolutely suck. And I'm telling you, the main problem is Desmond Ritter. I've been telling y'all about Desmond Ritter since before the season. So let me take my victory lap here real quick. Desmond Ritter is a bum. I told mm. y'all this the first week of the season. Y'all laughed at me. You said, Tony, you're being too rude. He sucks. I told you I would put Zach Wilson over him. I told you I would put several backup quarterbacks over him. Hell, mm. I might even would put Cam Newton off the couch over Desmond Ritter. Oh, no question. No, no question. Desmond Ritter continues to make bad decision after bad decision, which is why he got benched for the second time this season again today. Desmond Ritter stinks, bro. I've been telling people this since day one. I've been telling people this actually, Cam, since he came out of Cincinnati. Yeah. I said he's going to have a good – he had a good college career, but in the NFL, when I seen him play against Bama, I seen everything I needed to see. I said this guy's not going to be good in the league. He's going to be a bona fide backup, and that's exactly what he is. Yes, Desmond he Ritter is. stinks. Now let me get back on Arthur Smith because he deserves a little bit of his blame as well. I think Arthur Smith is one of these coaches that he thinks he's smarter than what he really is. Yep. Arthur Smith thinks he's some type of Sean McVay, Cal Shanahan, and he's not. Nope. He always in his press conference, he always has this like snooty like, oh, yeah, yeah, my dad's rich. and uh, He got this like snooty attitude that I just do not like about him. You know his dad is the owner of FedEx, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I was about to say earlier. I was like, I don't know if he really is I just don't like. Yeah. And I think he thinks he's kind of above people, in my Mm -hmm. opinion. Mm -hmm. Arthur Smith is not a head coach. I don't think he needs to be a head coach. I actually do think he's a nice offensive-minded guy. I think he cannot hold the responsibilities of being a head coach and also as well a play caller. Mm -hmm. I think that his ego is a big problem of why the Falcons are failing right now. Arthur Smith's ego is the reason the Falcons are failing right now, actually. How do you have the talent, weapons, and, and guys that you have, and actually I think one of the top like seven defenses in the NFL right now, honestly, and you still can't perform in the sorry NFC South? You lose to the Carolina Panthers, who absolutely suck and had 45 people in the stands. You lost to them. You lose, they lost to the Redskins earlier this season. I think a lot of people forgot about the Redskins suck. They are Man, garbage. The Falcons have lost a lot of games this year that they should have won, and they should they were the better. They should have they should have won, bro. It's just flat out honest. And a lot of that bowls back to Arthur Smith's lack of using Cal Pitts, the lack of being able to get the ball to um Drake London. Uh all of a sudden, once B. John, they they kind of like stopped using B. John. Like Honestly, that's just where they're at. They, they they might give him seven or eight carries, and then he's done. Mm-hmm. And it's been like that for like the last month or two where they've completely just stopped using their great running back. Right. I, I, 
Arthur Smith is a, probably bigger of a problem than Desmond Ritter, if not on the same level. But both of them suck. That's just where I'm at with it. Yeah, I mean, no, I ain't, I ain't even really got much more to add to it. You you said everything um, right there. Like, Arthur, I don't even think – don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Desmond Ritter is salvageable or anything like that. But I think Arthur Smith should take 100% of the blame, not yeah. even just – I don't think it's – because. Cause, Cause, Arthur Smith is the one that keeps throwing Desmond Ritter out there. You know what I'm saying? So that's why he benched him today. Cause he know that seat is hot. Yeah, he, he don't. I mean, he don't have no. He don't have no. Uh, I mean, he that he chose. He chose the options. He chose Heineke. He chose Ritter. He got to lay in that bed. You know what yep. I'm saying? And in my opinion, I think he's now that you know Reich is gone, and now that you know Brandon Staley is gone. Arthur Smith got a, a a seat at the table for worst head coach in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, who else? Who else is who's worse? You know what I'm saying? I can't. I don't know. I can't. Ron Rivera. I maybe put Ron Rivera up there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, maybe. But who else? That's. I mean, to me, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's other coaches that probably need. Dennis to be Allen fired might or might like be up there too, man. Who? Dennis Allen, New Orleans Saints. Coach. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. pretty terrible. And, and uh, freaking Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles. Too. Yeah, there's a chance yeah. the whole NFC South. Whole is NFC South. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, there, it, whoever. I, I think there's a realistic chance of whoever wins this division, their job will be probably safe. But all everybody, Carolina has already made a move. Um, yep. I think the I think the Falcons are done. I, I think yeah. they're done. They have um, to be. Yeah. I think Arthur Smith is done. If he goes seven and ten another year, which will be the third year in a row, I think he's out. Yeah. And um honestly, if if the Saints don't win this division, I I think and I I gotta, I gotta I think Dennis too. Allen is out, bro. I think he's gone. He I think we're too. looking at almost every coach in the NFC South being gone. They should like be. Two or three weeks, they should be. Honestly. It's it's the worst, it's the worst division in football. Yeah, quarterback wise, head coach wise, all yeah. of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, regardless, I think Arthur Smith, like I said, I'm not a fan at all, personally. Yeah. Um, I don't know him as a as a human. I'm not even going – I don't even think that I, – I like you said, the way he just moved, I yeah. don't even think he's a good person. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I just – He definitely gives off snobbish rich kid yeah. vibes. Oh, yeah. yeah no question. No question. Not trying to judge. He might be the nicest person. He might be all right. Know. He might be all right, but he ain't, he ain't showed me nothing yet. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but and also too, bro, one chance brings up a good point as well. Before we get back to that, owner, yeah. we got Arthur Blank. He's a part of the yeah. problem too, because yeah. at this point, you got to do something, man. Your fans have not made it to the playoffs. I think the Falcons ain't been since just about as long as the Panthers. I think maybe we went in 16. I think the last year they went with 17 or 18. They so, went. They went in 16. No, you're right. They went 17 they, was the last time I think they were in. They no, went, we, were in, um, we were in 17. So 18 was the last time the Falcons yeah, were in. They went, still, yeah, they went one after us. Getting kind of lengthy now at that point. I mean, they about just as long as the Panthers have not made the playoffs. Yeah. So in the NFL, I mean, you should be making the playoffs every other year, minimum. Uh, really, to be honest, maybe miss two, but after that, I mean, again, I think I think Arthur Smith is is you know, I think Arthur Blank got some decisions to make here soon. Mm -hmm. um, so it's going to be interesting to see what he's, he's going to do. Now, I want to move over to our next point, which is probably going to get to what we're going to talk about next. Let's talk about the Chicago Bears because they have some tough decisions to make to these next couple weeks. Yeah, In my opinion, 
We all know that the debate is Caleb Williams or Justin Fields. To me, from what I've seen since Justin Fields has came back from injury, I don't think you should take Caleb Williams. I think they need to continue to build around Justin Fields. I think he is good enough, and he's showing it, improving. I don't know if you've seen that game on Sunday. He literally was pretty much putting the Chicago Bears on his back, and his I mean, teammates he, kept failing him over and yeah. over and over and over again. Yeah, Kept failing him. Yeah. Justin Fields, at least these last couple weeks, has showed me I can be a franchise quarterback. I personally think this is what the Chicago Bears should do. At one, you either draft Marvin Harrison or trade back and get picks. I lean towards just taking Marvin Harrison, honestly. Then at four, you either trade back and take or take another weapon. You can take a Brock Bowers. You can take a, a, a offensive lineman, maybe Joe Alt. Something like that. He would be in that area. The dude from Penn State that I don't know his last name because it's so crazy, but he's a yeah. left tackle. Um, <laughs> take him. Yeah. And then at that point, if Justin fed and uh, fire my Averflus immediately, wow. um, he sucks. Yes. Um, but do those things and see what happens. If Justin Fields still stinks next year, then we have a situation. Yeah, I think they should continue to build around Justin Fields. I think Justin Fields yesterday, especially or, or Sunday, especially, I seen a lot of good things for him. I'm like, okay, this guy is slowly but surely kind of starting to get it. Um, and I seen some things that I liked on Sunday against the Browns. But how do you feel about that? Yeah, well, you know, you know, I Justin Fields, my boy. You know what I'm saying? I like Justin Fields. So yeah, here, here's my thing, bro. Obviously, I don't want them to take Caleb. I don't think they should do that. Yeah. Um, I think that'd be a mistake. Take Malik or uh freaking uh Marvin Harrison Jr., number one overall. Okay, yeah. no question. Don't don't even think about trading the pick. You got it sitting right there. Cause if he don't go number one, he probably going number two. Yeah. Take him right there. You feel me? Uh and then with your pick, your own pick, take an offensive lineman. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, or take an edge rusher or something. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, I seen somebody say they should take <laughs> Malik Neighbors at four yeah. with with Marvin Harrison. I don't know if they should do that, but yeah, that's I'm a not, little old. D, it's, but it's, yeah, I, I get what they're saying though, because I do too. think about it. Mooney, I, Mooney's he won't be back. I don't think this is a contract year for him. So? I don't think he'll be back. I, I don't mm. think so. I don't think so, bro. I think they're kind of done with him. I think at best he's a wide receiver three on a good team. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's just no what question. it is. So I think. I don't think they keep him. I might yeah. be wrong. I don't know what he's demanding. I don't think the Chicago Bears. Keep oh, he him. shouldn't be. He shouldn't be demanding nothing but a, a shot to get back on the team. That's that's it. it. That's Honestly, it. He yeah. shouldn't be demanding no money. But like I said, like this comment says, if Marvin Harrison and DJ Moore, if it if yeah, Justin Fields has that and he still can't get it done, then that's when we have to say you, you got to cut yeah. the ties. You bro. might it have ain't to move working. on. Yeah. Right. But you got to bring in a serious offensive mind in that in there too. Exactly. You know what I'm that's right. my that's my thing. You can't do this with Matt Eberflus because no, that's work. why I said Matt Eberflus got to go, bro. He got to go. That's yeah. why I'm saying he got to go. You you bring in a serious offensive mind, Eric Bieniemy. You know what I'm saying? If he don't if he don't end up in Carolina, maybe he'll end up in Chicago. Probably. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. he probably like when Ron Rivera gets fired, he they probably not gonna retain him. He'll be available. He need to at least be their offensive play caller yeah. if he's not their head coach. Something. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because he's working pretty well with Sam Howell. I was about to though, say, yeah, he's doing some good things for Sam Howell. Right. Even though not, so, it's not resulting in the wins, but he's doing right. some things. He's doing some things. You know what I'm saying? So that's why – and the talent is just so much is, – is, is much more tremendous with a yeah. Justin Fields than a, yeah. than a Sam Howell anyway. So – but here's my thing, though, with the whole situation. Um, Oh, about about Fields, though. Yeah. This, this season he's been very good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To be completely honest with you. Like I don't, he had uh, back-to-back games with four touchdown passes. Um, I think he's up to, I think he's at sixteen touchdown passes on the season, mm-hmm. six interceptions, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and that's missing. That's with missing. God, what he missed three or four games, five yep. games in the middle of the season. Yeah. Um. So he's putting together a solid campaign to where he should at least have a shot at the job next year. You know what I'm saying? And I yeah. think they should just they, – they need to just go ahead and build around him, like you said. Um, my thing with the Chicago Bears and the whole Justin Fields situation is they haven't put him in in, in position to succeed. You know yeah. what I mean? They never have. And they always – like you said, the game on Sunday, every single game, I swear, is like that, bro. Yeah. Every single game. Like, you – they play 17 games in the season. I can guarantee you half of them go that way for Justin Fields. Yeah. I'm I'm dropping the ball right in the in 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 my guys hands and they just dropping it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh I'm I'm on the, I'm on the run. I'm running for my life cuz my offensive line for some reason when my wide receivers are open, now my offensive line ain't they breaking down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um I don't think his offensive line is as bad as a lot of people like to think they are. But they still ain't no no top tier O line in the league. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They break down often. Um, you know what I'm saying? Injuries have been an issue for 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 uh numerous players on the team. Like it's it's every single week, or excuse me, yeah, every single week, every year, it seems like something just goes wrong for the Bears. They had a meltdown a couple weeks ago with the uh Detroit Lions. You know what I'm saying? They almost they should have swept them boys, but yeah. they didn't. Um, they had a uh, what's it called? The game on Sunday. Um, you know what I'm saying? Darnell Mooney dropped the Hail Mary pass. It was right down his lap, literally right there in his lap. And he kicked lap. it up and he kicked it up to the defender. And that and that's gonna look bad on Justin Fields stats just because you couldn't catch the dog on ball. That's that's the type of stuff that make my butt itch, bro. <laughs> like that's it's terrible, bro. Like, that's the type of stuff I'm talking about. This it happens every single week. Now I'm not saying Justin Fields ain't don't be having his faults. Like yeah, he throw a bad pass every now and then. That that that's a really bad interception, or he'll fumble the ball or something like that. Sure, but listen, man, he makes just as many good plays as he does bad plays, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? So I agree. Um, or or even more good plays because he extends drives and he extends plays with his legs. So, um. So yeah, I think obviously I think they, they should go Marvin Harrison Jr. at one and then make a power move at four, bro. Go get a a, a edge rusher or go get a, a off a, a tackle or something, or 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 like you said, Brock Bowers or another weapon. Yeah, make something shake, bro. Make something happen. Make something happen. And fire Eberflus. He he also on that in that round table of worst head coaches in the NFL. He also there. Yeah. Nah, so, I agree, man. I agree hundred percent. And that's just pretty much where I'm at with it, man. I, I think that they really should just build around Justin Fields and see how this thing goes. I think he's really showed him something. You can tell 
he's interviewing for his life right now. That's pretty much what he's doing. <laughs> he's interviewing for his own job that he's had for the last, what, three years now? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what it is. But we'll see what happens. I think that he should be built around, and I hope that, you know, Chicago continues to build around him. Um, before we jump into our next segment about the Panthers, I did want to talk about the stadium on Sunday. I mean, I know the weather was bad. I know it was raining. Um, allegedly, quote-unquote, there was 24,000 tickets scanned, allegedly. Um, 24,000, that's it? That, that, to me, it seemed like less than 24,000 people there. I thought it was maybe 7,000 people at that game. I'm not going to hold you. Um, I ain't going to lie. I thought it was sad. They they said 24K scanned into the stadium. I I I, I don't see it, bro. It was about 8,000 people. I literally heard somebody that went to the game, and they said it was so quiet out there that you could literally hear people talking like the next Dang. section over. Like, yeah. that's how many people was not like, there. Like we was at um Fan Fest or whatever. Yeah, I mean, where yeah, was we yeah. At? Like, it was like where, that, bro. Where was like, we at? Oh, training camp. Like, we was at training camp. <laughs> I, the Panthers, David Tepper, if that don't get you going, if that don't get you saying, I need to make some changes – then I don't know what is because I Cam, I know you remember back when we was trash, back when we was good, you know, back when we had Cam and all them, it didn't matter what the rain conditions was, people was out there. Right. And with the they Panthers be being, you know, trash now, it's like, bro, people don't want to show up for that. Right. People want to see serious football. Yep, exactly. And people want to see serious football. You know, for me personally, bro, you know. I ain't going to lie. I'm not mad at it because I think this really going to be an opening eye for David Tepper to be like, okay, it's like seven people in the stadium right now, and it's the week before Christmas. Like, we got to do something. Bro, tickets were going for a, a, allegedly a 45 cent I seen. Yeah. I don't know if that was true or not, but some people were saying it was. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just sad to see what the Panthers have became. And, uh, yeah, bro, we, we got to get it together, man. That's all I want to say about that. I want to bring that up real quick. So, um, on, according to the ESPN app, <laughs> you're going to find this funny. According to the ESPN app, the attendance was 70,301. Oh, 95% capacity. They said it was – I don't on, believe man. that. Because I, I I wasn't really paying it. That's how many tickets might have been game. distributed. But, hey, yeah, I'm telling you now, it wasn't yeah, no 70,000. No, that's no almost way. a packed stadium. No way, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like when I seen, because I saw I saw glimpses of the game, and they, I remember seeing somebody said before, like 30 minutes before kickoff, it was only 100 people in the stadium. Yeah, yeah, it was bad, bro. So, it was it was bad. Like, I I don't like I said, I barely caught the game. I, I watched a little bit of it, but or I watched the whole thing, but I wasn't really paying a whole lot of attention yeah. to it. Um, but. Yeah, um, but shoot, that's a good segue. Let's go ahead and let's let's talk about it for a little yep. bit. Um, so they won nine to seven. Yep. Um, no touchdowns were scored. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bryce Young looked good on his final drive. He did. Mm -hmm. He looked good on his final drive, but like I said, it was just I told somebody uh earlier in the week. They said, you know, how how did the Panthers look today? And I said, well. If this was your first time ever watching football and you was trying to decide whether or not you liked football or not, you probably would never watch another game in your life if you right. watched that one. Mm -hmm. That was the most boring game. It was. And I'm glad I was barely watching it because if I was sitting there invested, that would have been four hours wasted. Yeah. That's a shame. And I'm glad the people didn't show up to the stadium to watch that. Ain't nobody trying to watch the kicker go off. 
Yeah. Nobody trying to see that, bro. Shout out to Eddie Penny, uh, Penny Arrow. You know what I'm saying? You doing your thing. You've earned your your shot. You you got the job. You're winning. You've won two games. Yeah, for the team. Two games. You know, you've literally, yeah. literally been the best player on the team. Is the dog on kicker because he's won two games know, for bro. the team. Ah, the Panthers, Derrick Brown, Derrick Brown well, playing pretty good football, than, bro. Obviously, you know what I'm saying. Obviously, on on that side of the ball, they you know they got it going on. Yeah, I'm just Derrick saying, Brown. Man, hold on, offense, let me say that real quick. Go ahead, Derrick Brown. Me and you have came a long way. I remember I used to couldn't stand Derrick Brown. I think he's the best player on the Panthers team right now, and I don't really think it's close. It's not close. I, 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 I'm gonna be honest. I know people are gonna hype up Brian Burns. I, I'm gonna be real. If somebody told me either Burns or or Derrick Brown right now, I, I'm saying Burns, you gotta go. I, I'm being flat out because Derrick Brown shows up in every single game. It does not matter the weather conditions. It does not matter how he feels. And he's came so far. You remember that year? I, was that, I think it was the beginning of last year when he got benched after the Cleveland game. That was the yeah. first game of the year last year. He got benched because he was so terrible. And then after that game, he really seemed to get it. I think I think there's a solid argument for Derrick Brown to be like a top five defensive tackle right now. In oh, bro, it's no question, bro. Come on, I, man. I, I, I think it's Come like on, Mr. Lawrence, Chris Jones, and then – he top three, yeah, yeah. Like it's yeah. it's a legitimate argument. Like yeah. I think Derek Brown is playing at that type of level right now, and it sucks that he's on a two and a two and eleven team because he's not going to get in the Pro Bowl, but he absolutely should. He's been yeah. playing tremendous this year, and I want to give him credit real quick before we jump into everything. But I just want to say that real quick, Derek Brown, yeah. he's balling, and Frankie Luvu is too. But Derek Brown really is playing right now. Yeah, no, I I agree. Um. But yeah, like I, I don't think um, the fans. I'm not mad at them at all for not showing yeah. up at the stadium. You know, they. It is what it is, bro. Like anybody trying to watch the kicker win the game, right? You know what I'm saying? Like that's that gets tiring after a while. Let me see some touchdowns, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let me see somebody score that's not the other team. You know what I mean? It, it, it's it's annoying, bro. Yeah. Um. But hey, it is what it is. My team's scoring. We good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We go. all good. So hey, it is what it is, man. I like I said, um, but I did since we are since we do have an audience of Panthers fans, I did want to kind of go into a mock draft because the season is over. Yeah. Eric Brown himself said that we going on vacation and the Falcons are too. Um, <laughs> so we might as well go ahead and start looking towards the draft if you're ready. Yeah, um, you can do it. Yeah, let's do it. So basically what me and T going to do is we're going to do a mock draft for the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, I know it's early in the season, but I mean, here we got, it's, we two, they two and 11. So what do y'all want from, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> I think it's probably going to start it a few weeks ago. Yeah, no question. But yeah, so we got it. We about to do a mock draft. We're gonna use um the NFL's mock draft simulator. All right. Yep. Um now T I, I can't see you right now. Okay, um, that's fine. But I can hear you still. So yep. basically how we got it set up is it's gonna be fast. All right. So it's gonna move to the Panthers. These are the picks that we're gonna be picking for us, all right, yep. or for, for that team. And um, essentially, we're going to choose 
you know, who, <clears throat> whoever we think is best um, at that selection. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and start it now. You ready? Yep. Let's do it. All right. So it's going to go quick. Oh, my God. Did you see that? Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Bro, I know. Hold Nah. Hold on. All right. So one thing that it does is it's going to add. It's going to offer trades. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about this trade right here? So, so if I'm see- yeah, go ahead. Right. Now, so basically, what this is saying is, uh, the the Minnesota Vikings offered us their second round pick in 2025, mm-hmm. their fourth round pick in 2025, and two seventh round picks in 2025 for no, our second round. Pick. We need we need help now for Jack. For that Jack. wouldn't work. All right. Now this is another uh trade. I, me personally, I say reject all of yeah, them. I reject, mean, yeah, reject. Yeah. All right. So, I did want to show you something too, though. Did you see who got drafted first? No, I didn't. No, it went by so quick. I didn't. I didn't see it. <laughs> oh, it's kind of funny. Let me. I don't know if I can pull it up, but yeah, I'm pretty sure I see. Huh? I said, it might not let you go back. I'm pretty sure I seen Malik Neighbors get drafted number one overall. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, we'll let that slide. That's so. Funny. Let, so at this position here, I, me personally, I think the Carolina Panthers, I think we all know the biggest need is wide receiver, um, okay. in my opinion. So I think I would automatically go look there. You have Leggett, who I think is a really good talent. You have Brian Thomas Jr., who I think is a really good talent. You have Troy Franklin, Lab McConkey, Jalen Polk, Johnny Wilson, so on and so forth. We can stop right there. You can go ahead and go up. Um, now, you don't have to make this pick. This is just my opinion. I'll let you give yours. Um, and I think you also could look at edge rusher as well, opposite of Burns, too. Um, let's look at that real quick. So Jack Sawyer, Chris ba- uh, Braswell, uh, Jonah Ellis. Yeah, so none of these guys I would take. In my opinion, that's just me. Cam, you can give your opinion on it. So in my opinion, if this was my selection here, I'm taking Troy Franklin, bro. If, if this is That's just me. I think Troy Franklin has more upside than Xavier Leggett. I think – uh, Brian Thomas Jr. I think he is a good wide receiver, but I think he benefited a lot from Malik Neighbors being on the opposite side of the field of him. Mm. Um, so I think that was a big help for him. I think Troy Franklin is the prototypical, um, you know, wide receivers that kind of like the Stefan Diggs type. He kind of mm-hmm. gives me that type of vibe, in my opinion. That's who I would take. I've watched him a lot this year. I think he's a baller, in my opinion. Because you got to think about yeah. it, even with Leggett, he just showed up this year. He's been on the bench at South Carolina for four years, and we've never heard of him. Mm-hmm. Like, Troy Franklin's been pretty good the last couple of seasons. It's just this year he really, really came on hard. Right. So that's my yeah. opinion. In my opinion, I would take Troy Franklin. So I I agree. I, I would take uh, Troy Franklin here as well. Um, I'm kind of shocked that he wasn't a first-round pick. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't think you. he would make it to us, but yeah. Um, but looking at all the names uh before him and after him, definitely wouldn't take Brian Thomas Jr. um over him. Leggett would be the only other name, yeah, uh for mm-hmm. me. But like you said, Franklin's been doing it for a while now. Yeah. Um at um and he's just uh what's it called? Like you said, he's got a little more upside than Leggett. I think Leggett kind of there's there's a little I won't say cause for concern, but like you said. Franklin has a, a proven track record, so yeah. I'm definitely down with going Troy Franklin. Okay. So then and next, so, pick at 65. Yeah, so, let's so it's going to be a little minute. 
Okay, so go back to oh, it's already on all. Cool. So yeah. let's see. So these will this would give us a fourth or seventh, a third next year. I, I would reject that personally. That's just me. I'll let you give your take on that, but I would reject that. Yeah, um, I would reject. I would reject this one as well. Honestly, not enough capital back in this draft here because we need draft picks now. We no, don't need it next I year. Agree. So this wouldn't I work agree. for me personally. Um, and yeah, pretty much same here. That would. Yeah, work that's, for a, me. Nah, that's a bad one, right? Yeah, now. that's a horrible trade. So I would let that drop. So now at this point, there's a couple directions you can go in. Um, so for me, and again, I'm gonna give my opinion. I think the two places I will look here is possibly tight end. I will look at tight end first. So you got Cave Stover, Jaheim Bell. Um, okay, that's that's decent. Uh, Luke Lacey, Ben Snitoff. Okay, so some decent guys. Jake Brennerstool I got from Clemson. I think I also as well would go look at edge rusher here again. Um, so again, similar people that we had earlier. Not a lot came off the board. I don't really see anybody I would love at this position. Now, this is a quietest kept position that the Carolina Panthers need to kind of be looking at. I would look at safety, in my opinion, um, just to kind of see what's there. I do like Rod Moore. I probably wouldn't take him this early. Cam, if you don't mind, could you go to inside O-lineman and see who's there? Because yeah. I think that's another position that the Panthers could look. And this is where things get interesting. Because I would consider, not saying I would do it, but I would definitely consider – so Derek Van Pran, I think he's a very good player. Now, I do wonder, could he maybe move into center? I also would consider at this point Jack Powers-Johnson as well. Yeah. Now, again, yeah. I don't know if he could play guard or center. So O-line could be a very realistic possibility for me. And then, Cam, I want you to go look at one more thing. Could you please go look at defense alignment for me? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Now, this, so defense alignment you... is another area I would definitely look at, and it's really strong. You have yeah. Chris Jenkins, who I think could probably be a day-one starter. Tyler Davis, which is a Clemson guy, Ruka Roro, which is a Clemson guy as well, and you had Brandon Dorless and Nazir Stackhouse. Now, looking at this depth here, I would probably say defensive tackle is where I would go in this thing. And for me, I would go with Chris Johnson. Uh, Chris Jenkins, excuse me. Chris Jenkins. I think Chris Jenkins has a lot of upsides. I think Chris Jenkins is probably going to be the most pro-ready uh, out of those guys, because to me, mm -hmm. and I love Rook and Tyler, y'all all know we're Clemson fans, but if I'm going to be completely realistic – Tyler, this Davis this year, he got outplayed by Peter Woods. It was, mm -hmm. A lot of times this year we didn't see him because a freshman pretty much essentially almost took his spot pretty much. Mm -hmm. um, Rook Aroro, really good player. I think he's going to be more of a developmental guy. So for mm -hmm. me, I think Chris Jenkins would give me the most ready-to-play now type of individual. But I'll let you yeah. No, I agree. I think uh, Chris Jenkins is a dog, bro. Yeah, I mean he is. At the end of the day, we got to be and, real. And the Bama game will be huge for him, too. Yes. To yes. really see what he's really made of as well. But I would go Chris Jenkins here, in my opinion. Yeah. So the, the players I would like, I would go Chris Jenkins. Yep. Cedric Van Pran. Yep. And then I would look at um my man from earlier. You said, oh, Jackson. Uh, Jack yeah, Powers Jackson Powers Johnson. Powers Johnson. Yep. Uh, I'm cool with any of them. And center. Yeah. Possibly. I'm cool so, with any of them. Um. Personally, I think I I know where I know that team should be building for the future. Um, but I think Chris Jenkins is just too much of a talent to pass up on right now. Yeah, here. I agree. So I would probably take um Chris and Jenkins. I think ever. The main reason I say Chris Jenkins too is because how horrible Shy Tuttle has been. He's been an absolute failure since he's got to Charlotte. I mean, it's just <laughs> been bad. Um, so I think I would probably put Chris Jenkins right there at 62, in my opinion. 
Get impact. Oh. Yeah, I agree. I go Chris Jenkins at 65. So now and they gave us an A grade for that. So they yeah. also agree that right. that would be a good move for Carolina. And I think that's mostly because, like I just said, I think how bad Shot Tuttle has been, I think that has made an impact. So here's a trade I still would not take. I just feel like we need more a little earlier. Now, if this was like a fourth, a fifth, and a sixth, I might would consider it. For me, okay. I'm gonna say no to this trade. What about you? Uh, let's look at some of the other ones. Yeah, I'm gonna look at. I'm nah, good on this I don't one. like this one at all. Yeah, I'm good on that one. I'm good on that one. Oh, that's the one from earlier. That's the same one. Yeah, let me. Nah. Nope. Good on that one as well. Okay, this, this one, is a little this more one, enticing because yeah, this one you're be only better. moving us. You're only moving two spots back, spots back, and you're getting a fifth round extra pick. Now and that's a higher one, pick. I'm a little in. I, I'm not gonna lie. I might would take this one. Let's that's see a higher that's, pick. This is a higher pick than you would than we originally have already. Exactly. This uh, this fifth. Okay, that's, now this one I probably decline. Yeah, I'll probably decline this one in my personal opinion. Um, and then I, I think. I might want to take that Patriots trade. I'm so not going to hold one. you. Let's if you only move back two spots in the middle of the yeah. fourth, I think I would take that, bro, in my opinion. Let's, let's do that. So we're going to trade back with the Patriots here. And I, I probably wouldn't trade back again. I'm not going to do the whole Scott Fitter thing. So <laughs> you, come here, you come here and – Cam, there's several places I want to look here as well. If we, if you don't mind, could we go look at the tight end position? Yeah. So Luke Lacey, probably a little too early for that. I probably wouldn't do that. I probably wouldn't do tight end at this point. Cam, can you go look at inside offensive linemen for me, please? Mm -hmm. So this is where I get a little intrigued into the Jackson Powers Johnson effect because I think if he can play center. And also as well, I think the decline of Bradley Bozeman is happening right in front of our eyes. I think there's a chance. We don't know what the circumstances with Brady Richardson. He might take some time to get fully back. I'm almost tempted to pull the trigger on Jackson Powers. I'm Johnson. Cool. Yeah, I think, I'm cool. I, I think that Savala is an absolute liability. Now let's go look at running backs too. Let's go look yeah, at I'm running backs. Yeah, I'm about to say it's, it's, it's quite a few here now. It, it is quite it's, a few. It's some good backs here. But I feel like if this is the backs here, I can wait a little bit because right. I see a lot because of. You, it's a couple pieces. guys you can get late. Yeah. So in my yeah. opinion, if this if I was the Carolina Panthers GM at this point, I think I would take power. I mean, we were tempted to take him last Earlier. time. That's what I'm I saying. I think if he he can come in and be somebody that's depth. So in my personal opinion, I think Rod Moore is another really good one as well because I think Xavier Woods is getting kind of old. Um. Dang man, that's I'm not gonna lie. I almost want to take Rod more, more, um, than Jackson. I don't know though, man. We need line help bad, and I just feel like Savala's just not that guy, bro. And 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 I put it this way: I kind of break it uh for us. I say, um, positional value. You got to go interior offensive yeah, line. Yeah, you know I what agree. I'm Safety. Agree. No offense to Rod Moore, because I'm sure he, I'm sure he a baller. He you is. know what I'm He's saying, but, player, bro. right? But we got to be honest. You know what I'm saying? You can get us. You can get you a safety. Yeah, that can just do enough. You know what I'm saying? Um, but an interior offensive lineman, you need somebody. You know what I mean? You you need somebody that can move. Now, now personally, uh, I do like the running backs here. Yeah, I do too. But like you said, 
Well, see, yeah, the thing yeah. about the running backs yeah. is, let's be honest, Miles Sanders is stuck on this team for another year. Nobody's picking up that contract for yeah. this upcoming year. So yeah. I don't really see the point of drafting a running back this year when you already know Chuba's definitely going to be back and you already yeah. know that Miles Sanders is going to be back. Because Chuba, this is not his contract year, is it? Uh, It might be. This is, yeah, this is year three. And since he was a fourth round pick, uh, no, yeah, no, 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 no. He got one more. He got one more. Okay. So he if got Chuba, one more. let me, let me see. Let me confirm if Chuba, keep talking, but if Chuba has a contract year, that might will change my opinion a little I'm, bit. I'm pretty sure he got keep, I feel like they would keep Chuba over Miles though. But again, I don't think Miles is going anywhere. They should keep him over Miles. Ain't no question. But yeah. uh, I mean, it just, it, it just, um. It just I, I don't think I don't think Chuba's in a contract year. I think that's next year, I believe. I hope you're right. Um let's look, see, let's see here. I just want to check. Wrong, yeah, so yeah, we have Chuba for one more year in the contract. You're right. So yeah, yeah, I wouldn't take a running back here in my personal opinion. I think here you either gotta go with Zach Frazier or Jackson Power Johnson. That's kind of where I'm at. I think O line and I I kind of tend towards Jackson Powers Johnson, in my opinion. Yeah, let's do that. And they give us an A grade on that. So that's that's a good move. Now, next, with this next position, and as you can see, they're kind of a run on running backs right now. So mm -hmm. I am going to at least look in that area. So this will give us a fourth round. I, what do you think about it? I say no to me. No, nah, that's next year. No, nah, Yeah, I, I don't want nothing for next year personally at this point. Now, this would move us back. But I doubt they would deal with the end division rival. I don't think they this would happen in real life. So realistically, yeah. I don't think that would happen. So. Thanks. We come back here, and Cam, if you could, could you take me to – so we got our defensive lineman, we got our O-lineman. Could you take me to tight end? Okay. So at tight end, don't really love anything here. I, I, I think Jake Brenner School is going to be back at Clemson. I don't think he's going to declare in my personal opinion, but who knows? We'll see. Yeah, um, I'm actually – yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm I actually kind of – he'll be there, but, yeah, you know, we'll, yeah, we'll yeah. see. Could you go look at the running back room for me if you don't mind? Yeah, I know. I've seen a, a couple guys get took. Yeah, yeah man. a couple yeah. guys got took. Um, I do like Dylan Johnson, but not at this point in the draft. Okay. I do like Ray Ray Davis as well. Even Devin Neal, I kind of like. Um, but again, I think because we're stuck with that bad contract, I don't think the Panthers take a running back this year, in my personal opinion, because of that contract. Right. Could you go to uh, Edge Rusher for me, please? Uh-huh. Um, well, Fidel Diggs, he he just committed. He he won't even be there, so that's not realistic. Um, I don't really love anything there either. If you don't mind, could you go to safety again for me? Okay, I'm a little bit intrigued with Malachi Moore for sure. Um, I'm a little bit intrigued even with James. Go up real quick with James uh, Wilson Williams, I meant. Um, I'm a little intrigued with that too because I think Xavier Woods is getting kind of old and Von Bell ain't really that young either. Um nah, yeah, I'm about to say they safety might yeah. be a place I would go here. Could you go back to all real quickly for me? Cause I do want to just up, see what what's up with um what's up with Jeremy Chen? Jeremy Chen won't be back in the Panthers uniform next year. I don't think he will. I don't think he will. Um now what about let me ask you this now? What about corner? Corner, oh yeah, corner, yeah, yeah, now, yeah. And, and my thing is, I think um, I don't know because corner is tough because obviously with the with the health of eight ball and then um, you know the 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 so so player of Dante Jackson, you know what I'm saying? I don't, you know, I think 
corner should be a a, a position of interest, but at the yeah. same time, I don't necessarily think that it was a position of weakness this, this year either, though. No, it really Carolina wasn't. Panthers. Because, I mean, you had a couple of guys. Uh, what's my man name? Jameson, I yeah. think it was. Was it him that uh, that stepped up and played fairly yeah. well? Mm-hmm. A couple um, of guys have. Henderson uh, was all right. You know what I'm saying? I think I think ultimately even Dante Jackson has played pretty well this season. Right, right. And then Horn is back now. So I think um I think the Panthers, I think they're good there. What about linebacker? Linebacker is interesting because it, a lot of this depends on Luvu too, right? So let's say Luvu chucks the deuces. Because I think that's a realistic possibility because I don't think the Panthers are going to be able to pay Derrick Brown, pay Luvu, and also as, as well pay Burns. Somebody's going to have to get kicked to the can, I think. And it uh, might be Luvu. It might be. I don't know. Oh, it's got to be Luvu. Ain't no question. It's, it's going to have to be. Looking at this, I think you I think you might could take Peyton Wilson here. I, I think Peyton Wilson was the best linebacker in college football last year. I think him and Jeremiah Trotter were both the two best linebackers in college football last year. And I think at this pick, I would keep him in the state, and I would take Peyton, Peyton Wilson personally Okay. this pick. And honestly, I already know what my second pick is going to be because we pick again in three spots. So for me, I would take Peyton Wilson right here. But it's up to you. I'll let you talk. Your yeah, story. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. Um, Why not? We'll go Peyton Wilson. And, and they then, give us an A grade on that too. So this would move us back a few spots and get a six round pick. Uh, I'm good on that. I think for the most part, but we'll keep looking. 2025, no, I'm good on that. Uh, good on that because we need help now. Um, good on that. Who? This is a haul. I'm not gonna hold you. This, realistically, I probably would take this trade. I'm not. Re- gonna hold yeah. You. Realistically, they would. Give me for person. That's all, bro. Yeah. That's all, bro. I'm not gonna lie, bro. Realistically, realistically, if if the GM is Scott Federer, God forbid, again, he would take this. Yeah, yeah. He would take. I would take this personally, like that. That's a haul. But but see, me personally. So here's in my mind, this right here. Fourth round for next year, really. That's yeah, yeah. This right here don't mean nothing to me. Yeah, and these two don't mean nothing to me in my that mind. Fourth is intriguing though, man. This right here and this right here. So really, it's a fifth for a fifth and a fourth next year. Yeah, but Person, at the same time, we're not doing next year's draft. Yeah, we're not doing. Yeah, but in real life, yeah. I probably would take that. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I probably would take that. So okay, so um, who, who would you take at 139? So three picks after our last selection. I think if I if I had to choose, I think I'm going cornerback because okay. I think with the emergence of how hurt, you know, Dante Jackson gets, how hurt um, J.C. Horn gets. I think I can't, I think I would take Cam Hart here. I wouldn't have okay. no problem with taking Cam Hart here, in my opinion. Okay. I'm cool with that. Um, Let me see what other positions. So, we got our wide receiver. We got a defensive lineman. Um, What about offensive tackle? Now, I know – I mean, we, we kind of stuck with Icky, Moten. And see, that's why I'm well not keep really rolling with like offensive tackle jumping because we're stuck with those guys regardless. Now, we could take offensive tackle as depth, like as just yeah. a depth play. Yeah, because we're in the fifth round now, you know. Yeah, we're in the um, fifth round, so this guy's not going to be a starter. Um, 
I wouldn't be against taking an offensive tackle here. I wouldn't be. But I think the only reason I say I would rather take a corner is just because how hurt we've been at that position these last couple of years. Oh, Malachi Moore. Who? Ho, ho. Now, ho. now, what about now? What about Ricky Pearsall? He nice. He's sitting right there. He nice. He I, nice. You know what I'm saying? I would, we, we, I, I would double dip for wide receivers in this draft. I'm not I would a, too. That's what I was saying. Um, let's look at let's look at who available at wide yeah. receiver. Go, come okay. okay, so Moose still there. Ania Smith still there. Malik, Malik Washington, Washington still there. He's a dog, bro. Yeah. It's some good talent. Some uh, decent, yeah, it's some decent guys. Not but nothing. are any of those guys Ricky Pearsall? No. Um, you know what I'm saying? Don't no. Moose and Malik are, are, are kind of nice. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but, but so you still you still in on, on the corner? You in know. on the safety? See, my reason for corner, for me at least, is because how injured our two corners get. Get, That's yeah. my biggest issue. Now, what the Panthers could do is they could go get a corner in free agency. So if they go get a corner in free agency, this doesn't matter. But I don't think this is a deep free agency class at corner. I could be wrong, but I don't think it is, which to yeah. me is why I lean towards taking corner because Dante Jackson and J.C. Horn can't stay healthy, and I don't think they bring – I don't think they bring – my boy back. What's his name? CJ Henderson. I don't, I don't think he'll be back. Yeah. He hasn't been good either. Yeah. Until lately. So, so, so in my Hart. opinion, I go corner. All right. So, and I would really just say that because if if it was up to me, if we're going off a of straight up talent, I would take Malik uh, Malachi more here. But if we're going off a of straight up who we probably need, it's probably Cam Hart because of depth issues, mm-hmm. in my opinion. All right, so Cam Hart, let's do it. They gave us an A plus on the grade. Yep. Now, if old boy's still there, I'm gonna have to take him. The uh, the wide wide out. Nah, Pierce out just went to pick before. Dang, bro. And, and look went. where he went to, bro. Yeah. He All just right. went. Uh, so we said this probably won't happen because it's yeah, because they, they wouldn't trade within the division. I don't think they would. Uh, now yeah, this one, good. this is nah. Yeah, I'm good on it. I'm good on that one too. I'm good. Oh, that's on that just one. yeah. It's just one pick, and you get an extra pick. I'm good on that one too. So yeah, I'm good on all these, honestly. But, so all right. I'm gonna let you talk this one through. Go ahead. Well, there you boy go right. Yeah, now. That, that's right. why. Personally, yeah, that's who I would take. I'm gonna yeah, be honest. I, if Malachi yeah. Moore is still sitting there, because talent for talent. <laughs> He's really good. Like he, he kind of gives me a Brian Branch. He's not as good as Brian Branch because I thought Brian Branch should have been a first round pick. Man, but that was wise, crazy. Yeah, talent wise, I think he can really be a good role player, a good development player. Because, like I said, Xavier Woods and also as well Von Bell are both close to thirty at this point. Now, so what about I, Robinson that we picked up last year? Now, he still ain't really played much. It, Jamie it's Robinson. the reason that he's a healthy scratch all through the season, bro. I'm good <laughs> on him, bro. I'm good okay. on him, bro. I'm not going to hold you. I'm good on okay. him. Now, I, I'm not even against taking a wide receiver here either because I actually like Jacob Crowen. He's actually pretty good. Yeah. I've heard some things about him. Uh, I, I ain't ever seen him play personally, so I I, I couldn't speak on it. But um, where do you Where would you want to go with this pick here? 
I would probably take Malachi Moore right here, yeah. or I would take um I did like I, I would have took uh Pierce off. He was Pierce available. Out. Yeah, you wanted Pierce off, yeah. Yeah, I would have took him. Um I probably would go Malik. I'm looking at what we need. We we never took an edge rusher. I think it's too late in the draft to be kind of taking one now, yeah. to be real with you. Um offensive tackle. I mean, you can get one for depth uh reasons. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um but ultimately, man, I would probably we go back go, to the wide receiver room and see who's still there. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, these guys. I mean, they kind of nice. Don't get me wrong. I like Malik Washington. I like yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he kind of raw. So I I mean, I wouldn't hate on it, you know. Yeah. But um, man, I'm probably I probably go Malachi Moore. Okay. Yeah, I'm cool with um, that. Or yeah, I probably go him, and then we'll look at because we about to pick here in a second anyway. So we ain't got long, so yep. I pick him, and then let's see where we at. No, yeah, I'm good on that. I'm good nah, on that. Nah. I'm good on all that. Yep. All right. Well, so now, now I, would, I would maybe go look at wide receiver now again, personally. Okay, and Malik gone. Dang. Who the else? Yeah, let me see. Scroll down. Yeah. Is he related to uh that, that he gotta be uh yeah, he's uh yeah. related to Mark Stoops and uh, all them and Bob. Okay. Man, he ain't a lot of good wide receivers up that I like. I ain't gonna lie. No. Oh snap, Xavier Weaver's still out here. Yeah, I probably wouldn't take him at this point though. And yeah. not, not here. Um, he probably be a um, I mean, see, you might be able to get him uh, uh, undrafted, undrafted, you know, agent, probably. Yeah, yeah. um, if he, if they got him ranked this low. Sheesh, let's go look at Edge Rusher real quick because you do got to realize we did trade up for DJ username, so you do, yeah. <laughs> you do got to yeah. consider they put a lot of they put a lot <laughs> yeah, of you right, yeah, you know, they put a lot of um. You capital. know, capital into them, yeah. So, so, this is where I would go. So, I would, if if it was up to me, mm-hmm. I would probably. I know you say he probably not gonna be back, yeah. But, me personally, I always, every time I do one of these mock drafts, I always put a Clemson player in there, always okay. just, just because now I w- I'm not saying we got to do him right now, yeah. But, um, I mean, tight end is a, a real need, though, yeah, like, it's a real need. And personally, need I, I'm surprised that he ranked this low, I don't know. Clemson I mean, he's using the right way. That's true. Yeah. Matter of fact, we can. We, matter of fact, man, we can take. Let's take him. Let's go ahead and take Brent yeah. Stu right here. I'm cool with that. Yeah, cause I, yeah, I just think, I, I mean, I, yeah, yeah. Let's see where I we think at. Clemson just don't use him the right way, personally. No, you right. All right, this is the last pick in the draft. No, it's the last no, pick. Oh, we ain't get no trades for this one. <laughs> we ain't get no trades. Right. So. For me, I, I feel like really I want to look at the running backs and offensive tackles right here because I do feel like we could use another offensive guy. I do like Devin. I really don't like any of these running backs like that. Uh, oh, Cody Schrader is cold, but I don't know if he's just college good or is he going to be NFL good. Oh, Go to offensive tackle if you don't mind for me. Uh-huh. Scroll up. And for me, I probably would take Zion Nelson because I think that Offensive line is a problem that we have that we need to really get figured out. 
And even though I don't think Icky or Moten is going anywhere, I think we could use some more depth at that position. So for me, I probably would go offensive line, in okay. my opinion. Okay. Uh, let's see. The only other position that I think we we really missed missing is again probably another wide out and an edge. Um, but I'm all for uh, I'm all for taking an uh, offensive tackle because I definitely think we need that. Yeah. And then, yeah, as far as running back goes, yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, we can do that. I'm I'm cool with that, Zion Nelson. Yeah. So boom. So that should that's almost the end. Couple more picks left, and then it should get a okay. Boom. So we got an A plus for that too. So yep. let me hit save. Let me see if they're gonna let me see if they're gonna let me take a picture of it. Yeah. Let me zoom out. Okay, yeah. So Malik Neighbors went number one. Oh, yeah. He was right. <laughs> he went number one. That's crazy. Hey, man, then, I don't know, though, man. People really like Malik Neighbors, but not at number one, though. Um, that's what they saying, man. That's crazy. That's Over wild. Marvin Harrison Jr., bro. Yeah, that's crazy. But you honestly might, might possibly could switch those two, though, for real. Because I, I think, think Malik so. Neighbors is going to go high. I don't know about number one, but I could see him actually going to Cardinals. I could actually see that. Yeah, I mean, people saying, like I said, that one dude said uh, Bears should consider uh, Harrison and Neighbors at one and four. I actually like that Dallas Turner at five, too, low-key. I like that for the Bears. Now, this is uh, – this is – you think they'll do that? Nah, probably won't. I, I think Aaron yeah. Rodgers is going to be back. Yeah, I, I he, said, he I, said he's coming back. Yeah, I don't Dang, bro. That. Brock Bowser's charts would be insane. That's crazy. Golly, that would That's be insane, crazy. bro. Holy crap. Nate Wiggins with the Falcons uh, going wide receiver uh again, bro. Not gonna lie though. If they they would need to go quarterback though, but yeah, they, they yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Nate um, Wiggins, okay. Uh Keon Coleman, wide receiver Saints. That I don't know about that. That's crazy. That's that'll be Jared Burks, I don't think is falling that low. He's at 14. That's crazy. Yeah. Keon Coleman to the to the Saints, bro. They going wide receiver again. I don't know about that. Um Kool-Aid. Bro, I feel like Kool-Aid been in college about six years. I know. Yeah, he do feel like he's been in college. They got Caleb Williams always going down to 19. Yeah, this fraudulent. They <laughs> 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 got Caleb Williams going at 19. Ain't no way that's happening. Nah, cut this thing off, bro. I'm about to stop sharing the screen, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> they got it, man. Stop Yo, sharing the screen. No, I ain't even see that, bro. I was like, I ain't even oh. noticed that, bro. Nah, that's crazy. Yeah, I had to take that off the screen. But yeah, I, I mean, that's what I would do if I was the Panthers GM. Oh, um, man. And that was fun. That was a fun little exercise, man. And you know, how y'all yeah. think we did as a GM? A couple people are saying some comments. We we couldn't see y'all's comments when we was in there. Um. So a lot of people are saying linebacker might be a need, Louvu deal, and also as well Shaq after injury. Yep, Ricky Pearsall would fit perfect for y'all. I'm reading all some of the comments on our on our YouTube. Um, Who said that? AB said that. Yeah, uh huh. Could use picks to move up for Rod. Still on the board. Not gonna lie. Uh, 
Uh, somebody said, hey, I need Tony as the GM for the Panthers ASAP. Appreciate yeah. you, bro. Uh, Matt said, well, who do y'all want as a GM candidate? That's actually a really good question because I really that's don't know on the top of my head who I would like to have as a GM candidate. Now, that's a great question. That's a really good question. Yeah, I don't, I really, for people that's telling me Lewis Riddick, please stop. I don't want no parts of Lewis Riddick. It's <laughs> the reason he's been on television for four years uh, or however long. I do not want Lewis Riddick. Hey, Somebody hey. tried to talk me into Lewis Riddick a couple weeks ago. I was like, bro, stop saying Lewis Riddick, bro. This man been out of a job in the GM world forever. I don't know why y'all keep saying Lewis Riddick. If he ain't got a job by now, bro, I hate to say it. stop. Like, bro, I do not want no parts of Lewis Riddick. And that's a David <laughs> Tepper. I, I can see him doing something like that. Yeah, because David, I could just see that happening. But I don't want, yeah. I don't want Lewis Riddick. I can definitely tell you that. Um, but I really don't have anybody in particular. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it. I want somebody from that Eagles room or that um, Chiefs room. Yeah, I yeah. want the best. That's, yeah. I mean, simple as that. I want the best. I mean, if it ain't one of them, hey, I don't know what to tell you, bro. Yeah. I need I need somebody like that. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Um, I I can't I ain't got no names for y'all though. I can tell you that. Yeah, much. I, I ain't got no names. But if I can if I find one, I'll let y'all know. But anybody close to Howie Roseman, definitely. I take I take somebody that even served that man coffee one good time, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> I ain't lying, bro. Like, hey, shoot. Let, let's end it off here real quick. Um, let's talk about Christmas real quick, bro. So okay. I'm gonna ask you a few Christmas questions. You let me know how you feel. You can ask them back to me too. What do you think is what's your favorite Christmas movie? What's your your favorite? Uh my favorite Christmas movie, man. Uh hold on. I'm I'm sitting here trying to type this in. Uh, you my favorite my favorite Christmas movie. Ooh, that's a good one. Give me yours real quick. Cause I need well, to my think, favorite, so I have really three. So one of my favorites is Bad Santa. Me and my dad always okay. watch that every single year. Bad okay. Santa is definitely one of them. Number two is probably Miracle on 34th Street. So that's a little bit of a throwback. And then number three, you got to go with Home Alone, bro. One of the, I like one, two, and really three. I think three get a lot of hate, but I like three, two. So I would okay. say the Home Alone series, um, Bad Santa, and then uh, Miracle on 34th. That's probably my three. Top my top three, man. My top okay, I got you. My top, my top three. Um, number one is Last Holiday with Queen Latifah. Okay, yeah, that's a, yeah. that's, that's that sad movie, right? Though, no, nah, it ain't. It, it it's it's sad. She in the way, like that. She, yeah, she thinks she's gonna die, but she okay. she don't. Yeah, she okay, she yeah. not. They it was a, a mixed diet misdiagnosis. Yeah. Um, I like yeah Queen Latifah and Uncle L. Um, another one I like is, Ooh, I like, uh, it's called, I think it's called perfect holiday yep, with, uh, Morris chestnut, Morris Gabrielle chestnut. Union. Yeah. I like that one as well. That, matter of fact, that was just on, uh, the other day ago on BG. Yeah. 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 Um, I like that one. I know it's something that I'm missing, but my third one, I always say that this movie is a Christmas movie, but. Uh, Batman Returns is another really? movie. Yeah, that's that's because it, it, it is a Christmas. I mean, it takes place at Christmas time and it's Christmas yeah. theme. So I count it. Matter of fact, I'm glad you said that. There is a Christmas movie 
Well, it's not even a Christmas movie. It's really a movie that took place on Christmas that my girl considers a Christmas movie. So I'm yeah. going to ask you, have you ever seen the movie? I think it's called The Preacher's Wife. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it got Denzel in it, right? Yeah, with Denzel in it. Do you consider yeah. that a Christmas movie? That, that, I is a Christmas, that is a Christmas movie, yeah. I, I don't consider it. I forgot I think about that's that. that's a movie that takes place during Christmas time, in my opinion. But see, that's the but see that's the thing though about uh about those movies, T, is you gotta understand that they they set it around Christmas time for a reason. You see what I'm saying? I get it. That's the one with like yeah. Whitney Houston and all them in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. And I just want to make sure I was talking about the right one. Yeah, because it's it's I've only seen it once and I really couldn't tell you the plot of it, but if I'm not mistaken, part of it, part of the plot has to do with christmas like i think if i'm not if if i'm not mistaken because don't it do it like don't it have something to do with like angels it does yeah but i don't like okay so when i think about christmas movies i think about a movie that is completely centered around christmas so like right. for example home alone completely centered around christmas um uh you know all the ones i was just naming even i hate it but polar express that's centered around christmas yeah. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. i feel like the preacher's wife has a Christmas aspect in it, but it's yeah. not really a Christmas movie. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like how people say Die Hard is a Christmas movie. To yeah. me, <laughs> Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. It's just yeah. a movie that took place during Christmas, Christmas time. time. Friday After Next is another one that is not no, a no, Christmas movie. Friday After Next, Friday after next is not a Christmas <laughs> movie, bro. T, that man walked in there and said, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Me, you bro, gotta count that one, bro. Christmas movie, bro. Man, I had to bro, make even got, movie to me. To on me. the poster, he wrapped in uh, what's it called? A Christmas no. light. Oh man! Friday after next is a movie that took place during Christmas time. There's a nah. difference. There is a difference, bro. A movie like that it. is I, when I talk about Christmas movie, I talk about a movie that is a hundred percent about Christmas. Right, right, right. That's what I think of. I think of Polar Express, Home Alone. Um, you know, Marathon 34. These are movies that are only yeah. about Christmas. Craig yeah. and them all that going on on fr Friday afternoon. That ain't no Christmas movie, bro. So we can say because I like I said, it's it's other movies that that I, I forgot about. You got the Grinch, um, you got uh Elf, you got right. uh dang, bro. I, those, I, so yeah. those are to me, those are Christmas movies, right? Like right, legitimate Christmas movies. I got you. I See, see me because I have a, a a specific well not specific but I just know I have a, a type of movie that I like. Okay, you know what I'm saying. And I I won't sit and watch every Christmas like to me because I I've never seen is it a Christmas story? Is that yeah, the one with the, the dude the kid get his uh, tongue stuck on the pole? Yep. Mm -hmm. See, I ain't never seen it. I, I've seen that clip and I've seen parts of it, but I ain't never watched it all the way through. Um, mm -hmm. uh, so it, it's certain things that I'll watch. Um, but it's gotta it's gotta move me, you know what I'm saying? Um, so that's why I said the one the three that I gave for me, those are those will be my Christmas movies. And like I'm I'm the opposite of you. I consider any movie that takes place around Christmas time to be a Christmas movie. Now I think but but I think it's super weird though, because a movie like um I don't know when Die Hard released. But I know mm -hmm. that Batman Returns, like I said, that that movie came out in June. Yeah. But it was centered around Christmas time. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's kind of weird when a movie drops in a month 
that's not Christmas, like December, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But it's still got a Christmas set. I do think that's kind of weird, but yeah. But yeah, that would be those are my top three, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh give me your give me your top three Christmas presents that you've ever gotten, or or just your your favorite. Um, always gaming systems. Anytime I get a gaming system, yeah. it's yeah, always gonna be top. Um yeah. So I would probably say gaming systems number one. Um, two probably anytime I've gotten any like mostly like gaming systems. I can't really think of anything else. Like anything gaming yeah. wise is always gonna be number one for me, bro. Yeah. Like that's just what it is. That's the one. That's the that's the one. Especially us. Like that's what we we as kids. We, that's what we talk about to. We yeah. ain't gonna remember no clothes. Yeah, you know exactly. We remember we gonna. I never forget, man. This was probably one of my this pro this probably was the best Christmas I ever got. Yep. I had never gotten so many games before. Mm-hmm. Like I had <clears throat> I think this was when I first got my Xbox 360. Yep. So I think my grandma gave it to me. I don't remember if she gave it to me as a Christmas gift or what, but I had it before Christmas. Mm-hmm. But I remember on Christmas morning. And my parents, my mom, my dad, they've never lived up to this moment uh, since. And it's, I mean, it's nothing. I'm not complaining yeah. or nothing. Like, but I'm just saying this was, i never forget picking up this big old box mm-hmm. and unwrapping it. And it was literally a basket filled with games. I had to be at least 10 or 20 Xbox 360 games in there. I'm so yeah. serious. I never, ever in my yeah. life... Yeah, like it was it like I'm so it was a lot. You know what I'm Was saying? it like, like new I, games or like old games? It was probably a mix of new and old. Yeah. Um, because ain't no way in the world they spent I know they ain't spent yeah, all that money on those. Yeah, it, I know it wasn't new, but they it was bruh, I never forget it. It was so many games. Like it was actually I know it was a mix between new and old because it was a bunch of um uh WWE games because okay. I used to be big into that, so it was mm-hmm. one. It was one for every year. It was a, a couple of Madden's in there, a couple of NCAA's in there. Um, yeah, I know. I remember it was a couple of like Batman games up in there. Like it was a lot of like. So I know um, it wasn't all new, but still, that was just that was probably the best gift um, that I can remember, other than when my mom got uh, my first car. I got it on Christmas too. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, that's what's yeah. Up. So that was. That I, that was gonna be number one, but when you said gaming system, that remind me of uh of that time yeah, I got all yeah. the games, bro. Yeah, that's crazy. One last thing before we end it out: what's your favorite thing to snack on and eat during Christmas time? Ooh, man, bro, I don't even know. Uh, give what's yours, bro? Let me ask Probably you. Probably Christmas cookies. I, I love Christmas cookies, and a lot of people are gonna disagree with this. I like eggnog. I'm not gonna hold okay. you. Okay. I like eggnog. Uh, so okay. this weekend, I'm gonna be drinking a lot of eggnog and eating a lot of Christmas cookies. Probably the next cup. Probably for the next week, for real. Start y'all eggnog. Eggnog. y'all eggnog be spiked? Oh uh, no, not mine. I, I don't spike mine. No. But some people I know do spike theirs. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't do that spike stuff. Um, yeah. I think I had eggnog for the first time last Christmas or two Christmases ago. I didn't. Yeah. I wasn't a fan of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a quiet taste. It's, it's definitely yeah. different. Yeah, it's kind of like not sour, but it's kind of got a yeah, weird. It, 
yeah, has a yeah, it has a different taste okay. to it. Okay, yeah. yeah. I think I, I think I did actually. I might have put Kahlua in mine, and I think I, I I enjoyed it a lot better. Yeah. Um, for me, mine probably gonna be. I like the Christmas cookies. I do yeah. like the Christmas cookies. Um, I like uh, it's a drink that my mom makes. Mm. It's it, it's like Bailey's Irish cream, and a couple other things in there that she that yeah. she makes with it, and it's it's really good. She just started making it about uh. I think two years ago, maybe yeah. might have been longer than that. She just okay. started making it. It was really good, man. Um, that's pretty much it, though. The Christmas cookies are the ones, especially the, yeah. you know the one. Have you seen any this year, bro? Yeah, I got I got some in here in the uh, what you call it in the I little bag. You talking about in the back or in the? No, I'm talking about the ones you actually put in the oven and make. You know oh, 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 yeah, like the Pillsbury dough ones. Okay, okay. No, I'm talking about it's 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 a it's a it's it's sugar cookies. They little small ones, but they in the shape of like trees. Trees. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I like those too. I like those too. Yeah. I know what you're talking them, about. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them the ones I like, man. Um, yeah, I like those. But we, too. they ain't been out this year for some reason. Yeah, yeah I haven't really seen many of them. Mm-hmm. Out. They used to, they used to come know. in a bag. My mom found some at a, at a, another spot, but uh, they ain't really. I ain't seen none uh, myself in a. Yeah. In a like the kind I'm looking for, but yeah, 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 man. Um, yeah, but I feel I like those too, but I don't eat those often, man. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm more like of a sugar cookie right out the, the box, make right. them put them in the oven for. I like my. I don't know why I like my cookies kind of like medium well. I guess is the way I don't like them fully yeah. like hard. I want mine soft. You want them so, soft? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I'm probably about to about, probably make it in a few minutes. I got you. Right now, um, I had but, I had yeah. I had two two snickerdoodle cookies for lunch at work. Okay. Man, good. I man, that was my first time ever having a snickerdoodle was about two months ago. Yeah, they I've good. been craving the things ever since. I yeah, never I I didn't know, bro. I yeah. need them now. Yeah. I ain't even gonna They definitely good. Well, look, man. This is actually our last show for 2023. Uh, Next week, we won't be here. We'll be enjoying Christmas with our family members, friends, and loved ones. And we want y'all to do the same. Um, So next week, we will not be here. We will be back on January the 2nd, which will be, I think, the day after some of the college football playoff games take place. So we'll be coming back, talking about a lot of that. Um, National Signing Day is tomorrow. We'll probably talk about a lot of that, too, coming up uh in two weeks and y'all man just be safe enjoy the holidays man me and cam we appreciate y'all for rocking out with us it's kind of crazy because me and cam are coming up on doing this for half a year now um so it's really crazy when we come back it really will be like half a year that we've been doing this so y'all stay blessed have a good time if you're traveling safe travels have a good christmas um and happy new year as well because we won't talk to y'all until after the new right. year is here. So 2024 is going to be even bigger, going to be even better for our platform. We're continuing to grow. And 2024 is going to be a big year for me and Ken. We're going to try to do a live 2024. And we're excited, man. So that's kind of my message for everybody, man. Happy holidays. Cam, did you want to say anything to close out our last episode of 2023, man? Yeah. Uh, I mean, thank you for y'all. Thank y'all for y'all support in uh, yeah. 2023, man. It's, it's, it's been fun. Uh, you know, we we really couldn't do it without you. 
We appreciate yeah. everything. We love the comments and everything. We love just kind of, you know, chopping it up with y'all um, every week. Uh, so I'm excited. You know, I, I hope everybody has a Merry Christmas. I hope, you yes. know, all your families and everything, you know, y'all y'all take care of each other. Um, stay on top of your mental health and everything. Um, but, yeah, man, let's just, uh, you know, we're going to be ready to get back to it. Um, in the new year, man, I'm excited. I'm excited, Absolutely, bro. Absolutely, man. 2024, we're gonna attack it hard, man. We excited. Uh, like I said, man, we're gonna come in guns a blazing. Just to kind of give y'all a rundown one more time on how the next couple of months is really gonna work out. Uh, again, we are off next week. We will not be on the podcast next week. We will be back on January the second, which is the day after New Year's. That Tuesday night, we will be back. Then on um. We'll go from there till Super Bowl Sunday. After that, the Tuesday after Super Bowl, we are going to be done till probably the beginning of March when March mm-hmm. Madness kicks off. We'll start from there and we'll work our way through there probably this summer or so, and then we'll probably take another break another until break. football season starts. Yeah, probably. Here. Yeah, so, we'll probably go um, from March Madness to probably the end of the NBA Finals. NBA Finals, yeah, yeah. in and out. Yeah. That'll probably be a, a little month break there. So that's yeah. kind of how the rest of this is going to work out in 2024, man. We're going to really get after it, man. So we're really excited. Continue to support us. Continue to show us love and happy holidays to you all. We hope y'all have a blessed, blessed next couple of weeks. And we will see y'all in two weeks. Peace, love, and happiness to y'all. Happy holidays from Cam and T.